This is Gospel on the Ground, a podcast from Trinity Bible Church in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a collection of testimonies of Trinity members for Trinity members. And today's guest is Luke Hutchison. All right, Luke Hutchison, thank you so much for, for coming in. Happy to be here. Yeah, for giving us your time. Uh, how long have you been at Trinity now? It has been about two and a half, almost three years. I think I, I first started coming in the summer of 2019, okay. right before COVID. Yeah, because I, I think we did your membership interview was over Zoom. Yeah, it was. It was virtual, I think. Yeah, which was a, that was a weird, well, it was a weird time. Yeah, everything was, was on Zoom. It was like the first time I'd ever done anything like that. Uh, but since then, you've been uh, with us serving, playing piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then serving in a bunch of different roles. Yeah. And uh, so, as as you know, uh, this podcast, what we're trying to do is just to get recordings of, of folks who are ordinary church members at Trinity Bible Church mm-hmm. and to hear their, their testimonies. Because uh, while we did do your membership interview over Zoom, um, I remember just being encouraged by your testimony, as I am by, by, by many. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I'd just love for you to be able to share that with people. Uh, a broader audience or just the members here at, at Trinity. So uh, how did, how did you become a Christian? Tell us about your upbringing. Were you born into a Christian home? Yeah. So um, my parents were missionaries in the Philippines. I was born here in the, in the U S in San Diego. And then when I was two or three, my parents moved overseas to serve as missionaries there. What part of the Philippines? Uh, Luzon. It's the northernmost islands. Um, okay in the Manila area, in the capital. Uh, so they were there for 16, 17 years. Wow. So grew up in a Christian home, um, lived most of my life overseas as a missionary kid, as a pastor's kid. So I'm um, very blessed to have been brought up in that type of home. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, what kind of a church was it that you're, that they were ministering in? Uh, it was really similar. Um, the various churches, very similar to... Trinity, I think overall in terms of preaching and worship styles and um, community events, things like that. Okay. Um, so that was, um, I guess, Trinity was very similar to what I had grown up in. Okay. So overall, very similar. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're overseas and you you move over to the states. When does that happen? Um, I started college in in 2017 at GCU, and um, I had decided. Um, probably in high school that I wanted to come back to the States for, um, for college. And, and so my parents, um, they knew a church here, uh, near, near GCU. And I decided, you know, to come back here. And since, you know, there was a church here, there was people that I knew, it kind of made sense to, to go, you know, from over there to here to Phoenix. Um, you know, there was already a support system in place, I guess, Mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't be totally on my own. And then my family came a year after that. Okay. Yeah. So how, how old were you when you went to the Philippines? Uh, I was two or three. I think it was, um, it might've been like a few weeks after nine 11, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you came back how many years ago? 2017. So does that four or five years ago? Okay. Something like that. And you would have been 18. Yes. 18. Yeah. 17 or 18. Okay. And uh, at at what point did you sort of become self-consciously Christian uh, on your own? Not just a missionary's pastor's kid, but like 
this is this is who I am. When did that happen? I think it was probably shortly before I came to Trinity. Um, the when I first started at GCU, um, I think it was it was just very different. Me being on my own, and I think at that point, being um, I guess at GCU, not being with the family. Um, my faith wasn't as big of a priority. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just slowly, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say it dried up, but it became less and less of a priority over time. And then at one point, um, I wouldn't say that I was questioning my faith, but I kind of thought about it and I thought, you know, am I really, is this really something that like I'm, you know, is this a part of my life? Is this really something that I'm going to, you know, it's a part of my identity or is it not? And yeah. I talked to my family about it. I talked to people that I knew. And, um, well, long story short, I ended up um, going to Trinity one Sunday. And after that, after I got to, you know, know people, after I got to kind of attend a few of the services, that's when I think that I decided, so to speak, that, you know, yes, this is part of who I am. This is, you know, this is my identity, ultimately. Yeah. So uh, when were you baptized? I was baptized, I think, when I was nine or ten in the Philippines. Um, my dad was a pastor over there, and he baptized me. Yeah. So I was baptized when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, folks sometimes uh, have have questions about early baptisms, and was it a was it a helpful thing? Was it a a thing that uh, I sort of regret? So sometimes in membership interviews, you'll hear people in their testimonies say, "Man, I was I was baptized." young, but I don't think I was a Christian then. Mm. Um, and I've, and I've often wondered whether or not I've, you know, should be rebaptized. Mm. and obviously rebaptizing people is not something we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baptism is sort of a, a thing that you do just, just the once, mm-hmm. but you do want to make sure that it's an authentic conversion. Yeah. Um, that, and a confession of faith mm-hmm. that accompanies the baptism. So what, what was your experience like having been born and, and in ministry context, mm-hmm. baptized nine or 10, but then sort of there's this experience that comes later in life, which and you're not alone in this mm-hmm. later in life in those sort of more formative years where your identity is becoming a little more uh, independent, mm-hmm. that your, your faith took on a new level of, of depth or vitality. Yeah. What was that experience like? Um, I, well, I'll go back to what you mentioned um, first at the start. Um, I think that looking back now that my baptism, I, I'd say it was genuine mm-hmm. um, and that for, I guess, most of my life after that, up until kind of that experience that I mentioned um, in college, that that my faith was authentic, that it really did, um, you know, baptism is a public declaration of, I guess, of your new life in Christ. And I think that that was definitely something that, yeah, I guess that I would consider authentic. So when I think about like that, I guess, period when I was in college where I was kind of um, thinking more deeply about my faith, I would consider that more of a spiritually like a dry part of my life Mm -hmm. where like going to church was almost more of like a chore than something that I looked forward to. It was like, all right, you know, I checked this on Sunday. Now I can go hang out with my friends or whatever. Um and, you know, it was at that point that I was really thinking, you know, am I, am I really a Christian? Is, am I really, you know, committed to this? Um, but I think that it was more just a period in my life where I was, I guess, like I said, spiritually dry. I wasn't really 
praying, reading my Bible. I wasn't involved in church. But when I ended up, you know, going to Trinity for the first time and meeting folks and getting involved in community and all that, I think that's when I kind of started to come back to what I had first felt at my baptism, so to speak. Yeah. So it, it's sort of just like a an extension of your sanctification yeah. to some degree. Like mm-hmm. it was just a, a step in, in your growth. Yeah. That's a good way to think of it, I think. Um, so you, what sort of service did you do having grown up in, in the church with parents who are, who are missionaries? Did you, did you do a lot of serving in the church? Yeah, I think that when you're a pastor's kid or a missionary's kid, there's a lot of expectations that come with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, because your parents are, they're serving in ministry. And I think by extension, you also end up serving in ministry as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't speak for other pastor's kids or anything, but like in my family growing up, you know, you, you go to all the church events, you go to Sunday school, you go to prayer meeting, all the, you know, lunches and things like that. And when you're not, when you don't have, you know, family that are in ministry, I think that you might not be as involved or you might not automatically be as involved. Mm. Um, so growing up, I was, you know, attending all the church events, um, going to, you know, Bible studies and things like that, uh, VBS. I was, um, I was singing the choir growing up. I played the piano, um, always participating in some way in the church events, I think just because, you know, my dad's, you know, he's preaching or something, or my mom's helping with the ladies ministry. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of just automatically get thrown into that, so to speak. Yeah. And the the reason I ask is because, uh, yeah, I mean, pastor's kids do have sometimes extra expectations. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately, yeah, pastor's kids are put in, in, in different categories. Yeah. But I am sort of just selfishly speaking grateful uh, that your parents uh, raised you in that uh, because every time I tap you on the shoulder to do something, <laughs> <laughs> you're there and happy and, and faithful and, and willing to help out uh, even in a at moments notice um, that sort of dedication, just ease of being able to work with uh, as a volunteer is man, it's, it's a real pleasure. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for your parents <laughs> having, having trained you up uh, in that way. Well, you, so you do help with the piano mm-hmm. here uh, from time to time, but you're also helping with the, the kids ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that example of, of someone who's young, Currently not dating, correct? No, not yeah. dating. Uh, so for anybody who's listening, uh, ladies out there, um, <laughs> no, young man who's uh, not waiting to grow up. Uh, I, I think that's that's sort of how I how I see you. Hmm. Um, you you graduated how long ago now? Uh, last year, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And what was your degree in? I graduated with um, a, an electrical engineering degree from GCU. Yeah, and then you went on. Uh, to get a job. You've been working there for a little while. So where are you working? I work um, as an engineer for the state. I work with utility companies. Yeah. How are you enjoying that? It's been very interesting. Uh, didn't think I'd end up there, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising <laughs> twists and turns to the stories. Um, but yeah, as a young man, graduated from college, got a grown up job and, and just loving and serving on the church. Uh, it's just, it's the sort of thing that I, I love to see. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you're, you're encouraged. I know you're an encouragement to me. Uh, what's the Lord been teaching you over the last few years? Um, well, 
There's a lot of answers to that question. Um, I think one thing maybe that just jumps out to me at first is probably the importance of living in community, like Mm. specifically in a local church. Mm. Um, When I was, when I went through that kind of like dry spell um, at the start of my college, my time in college, I, I mentioned I wasn't really involved in church. It was just one of those things where I'd show up to the service and then leave. Mm. And so in that sense, I was very, I guess, isolated or distant from from, from a local church, from the church that I was going to at the time. Um, and then when I came to Trinity and I started getting involved, it, it took me a little while, but I slowly grow, grew to love you know, going to a community group or college and career or, you know, the Sunday morning service. And I think, and I have heard this mentioned in sermons that, you know, there's, you know, there's no Lone Ranger Christian. You can't really do it on your own. Mm-hmm. It's important, I think, for any Christian, you know, to be part of a local church, to grow in community, to be accountable with someone and all that. Um, and I found that I'm more encouraged you know, in my day-to-day life when I get to, when I spend time with fellow Christians, you know, in whatever context that is, whether it's one-on-one or community group or college and career or something like that. Yeah. So the importance of, of not trying to do this on your own. Yeah. I think, you know, you can, I mean, like with anything, I'm sure it's easier to get burned out when you're doing something alone or it's easier to be discouraged, things like that. So being in a community of fellow-minded, uh, of like-minded believers who are, you know, we're all kind of on that same road, it makes the journey a lot easier, so to speak. Yeah. Have you got any um, advice for yourself uh, at age 13, say? You've just become uh, a, a teenager. <laughs> um, things that you would like to be able to go back in time and tell yourself. Ooh, there's a lot of answers to that as well. Um, I, one thing would probably be that my parents know a lot more than I give them credit for. Ooh, kids, you listening out there? <laughs> no, I think I think it's easy for um, you know young people in general or young guys um, to just feel like they're invincible and you know you're never gonna die, you're never gonna get old or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I've learned usually the hard way that. You know, oh, my dad said to do this, and I didn't do it, but he was right. So mm. um, I, that's that's one thing that I could say out of many. Yeah, <laughs> uh, lean into the wisdom of the folks. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah, that are trustworthy that God's put around you. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else that you'd like to to say um, to to the members of Trinity? Things that are on your mind, things you'd like to share. I'm I'm just thankful to be here. Um, I, I I think I've told a few people that when I first came to Trinity, I, I really. I like the worship, I like the preaching, and then as I got to, you know, know people through events and things like that, I, I found, you know, community here, and it's been really encouraging. I've, you know, I really enjoy being here and, and helping out, so I, I feel blessed to be here. Well, you are definitely a blessing, and so uh, grateful, grateful to have you here with us, and grateful for your time this afternoon. Thanks so much, Luke. Thank you. <laughs>